your boy Sean L here. What's up? Hey, what's up? It's Brandon. What's going on? AKA Brandon Kruzma. It is about Dame time. About Dame time. About, about Dame, Dame time. time. A lot to cover, guys. Yep. A and lot it's to cover. Uh, basketball before I was uh, rudely interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> All basketball. Right, <laughs> All right. And B Kruzma? And B Kruzma, yes or no? Are we going with that officially? That's fine. We could go with that. Okay, we're going with that. I was going to go with Hoodie Cruz, but... Hoodie Cruz... No, that's not going to catch on. Hoodie Cruz is not, yeah. (laughs) All right, anyways, uh, let's just do a tip-off. How do you like the season so far? It's been interesting. It's been interesting. Um, Starting the season earlier has definitely affected injuries. As you can tell, there's been a lot of players who have been... Like, Jeremy Lin's out for the season. Obviously, Gordon Hayward's out. But wasn't the season extended to prevent these injuries? Yeah, but you're not having training camp, and you're not having, and I think that's why a lot of these teams that are supposed to be playoff teams aren't playing as well, especially with new players. Right, it's completely different than what I thought. Uh, you know, two weeks—not even two weeks. Probably how long ago was last podcast? Like three weeks ago, uh, when you know it all started. Um, I had a totally different picture in mind, and now with all this that's taken place, uh, the, the landscape has changed. And I don't know if that's part of the whole narrative of this season. I don't know if that's these play, big playoff teams are going to make a big comeback and then you know come through at the end. That's all part of the story of the season. We don't know, but I am shocked. I don't know where it's going. It's a lot to talk about, though. Well, um, so I, I actually, I actually completely disagree. I think uh, the it's not that the these playoff teams are wanting <coughs> to rest players. I think it's they just don't care. It's hard to go to four straight finals and care about basketball in October, you know, well, or I mean, even in the beginning of November. It's hard I think to, the I think the most important thing to say, not to interrupt you, but the most important thing to say is that it's still <laughs> early, and I think the team like Orlando is probably not going to make the playoffs. They look uh, good right now. They right. look good right now, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Right. No, it's definitely early. Okay, so we take that means we take everything with a grain of salt, but that does not mean you don't talk about the start. I mean, so no, the, no, the no, fact that, that they're well, starting, I, and, and I think, and, and Bilal, to your point, I, I think it's more than done just being lazy. It, it, you don't have this many losses as a uh, four-time finals you know, championship team. No, not why are we why are we I don't want to offend the king. I just went to my first LeBron game and I must say it is amazing. It is jealous, man. I was supposed to go to that game. I was supposed to go to that game. I'm so jealous. The king was doing his thing. I was at a comedy show. Well, mm-hmm. it was uh, the game versus the Wizards, and LeBron actually left the game saying, this is the best I've felt. Uh, everyone thought it was like, all right, the season's changed. They <clears> lost <throat> six games. You know, they're going to come back now. And then they went ahead and lost to the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. like, you don't really get as much time to really uh, build that chemistry because the Kyrie trade happens so late in the season. Uh, you don't really get to necessarily figure things out. And a lot of these losses... Are 
very close with the Hawks. They brought it back with the Nets. They brought it back. Uh, they're within a few points, and I, you know it's hard to say really that um, the Cavs have completely messed up when you com- uh, remember that Isaiah Thomas has not been playing yet. Yeah, and he I, had uh, a quote. Yeah, he had a quote. Okay. Right, back. Remember when I was burning all your favorite pr- point guards? I was. I was whooping right, them. Hashtag know? Book of Isaiah too. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, here's uh, the thing. I mean. I'm worried about the Cavs. I mean, not in the sense of, like I think they're going to be a lottery pick, but in the sense that I don't know if they, I don't know if this roster is constructed to really make a deep run because the I fact agree. of the matter is they can't play defense. They can't defend defensive woes. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, against the against the Wizards, LeBron had 57 points, but he can't do that every night. It's impossible. And if you look, I if you when Isaiah comes back, he's like a, like he's gonna hurt their defense even more. That's not gonna help your defense. Yeah, but there's something bigger at play here. I mean, like LeBron, right, night after night, can't do that kind of output. Like it's just physically impossible. You, it's killing him. But at the same time, we also playing with a the, bunch of players who were good like five years ago. You don't have any bench depth. I mean, oh, no, sorry, the bench was actually outscoring the starters. So you have uh, bigger issues here at play with those starters, honestly. And then uh, you know this almost well, begs the question: Is Tyrone Lue done? Or is Coach LeBron Lou done? <laughs> well, I mean, off, LeBron right? will never be fired. LeBron Lou will never be fired. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, if this keeps but, happening, something has to change, even though it might not necessarily be all Tyrone Lue. Leaving all, Cleveland is looking like a really good option but, right but, now. But about, I, if that's what he was trying to get to, I mean, it's working. Because like, leaving that, Cleveland, I wouldn't even blame him. But the thing about coaching the way they're is, playing. like, if coaches get fired, it's not necessarily all their fault, but somebody has to go. <clears> you can't fire LeBron James. But, I mean, is Tyrell Lue even coaching them? I sometimes wonder. Like, he just always every time the camera catches him, he just looks like dumbfounded. Like, I, something he's caught off guard. Trying now different things. Is he trying? Is he doing I feel anything? Like that's the reason why they, like LeBron wanted him because he's just like he's very he, hands off. Hold on, hold on, is he a smart coach though? Really, think about what Kyrie said. Y'all heard him. You know, I'm finally playing for a smart, intellectual, and intelligent coach. Brad Stevens knows how to make. Uh, the team work. I mean, he just he, he got that team just as new as the Cavs were, you know, uh, had started yeah, to no, formulate themselves. Yeah, it, and he picked it up. And they picked it up without one of their main so, starters yeah. going in, Gordon Hayward. And they got 92 this season so far. He knows what he's doing. He know, and this is exactly what Kyrie wanted to do. This is exactly the position that Kyrie wanted to be in. And Brad Stevens knows what he's doing. So you have to think about it. Is it, you know, what is Lou doing? Obviously, well, you're comparing Brad Stevens, who's like probably the front runner for like coach of the year. Oh, he's definitely year. You know, um, you're comparing him to Tyron Lue right now, who has a completely yeah, new buffoon. team. I mean, he's not buffoon. No, when he gets really. Isaiah Thomas back, I think it's going to be definitely very good. We'll when he gets we'll D Rose like uninjured completely, if that happens, you know, you have that. I don't, I don't think it's completely done for. I think it's going to just take some time. And uh, you said okay, it's no one's playing defense, right? But if you do have another ball handler like Isaiah Thomas out there, you kind of make it easier on the rest of the team. The rest of the team doesn't need to manage the the offensive end. LeBron doesn't need to do everything, you know. With another player like Isaiah Thomas there, I like. I think that you actually have better defense because everyone else doesn't have to try so hard on offense. You have a guy there. That's what I want to argue. Is Tristan Thomas, Tristan Thomas Thompson is hurt. Still? He's hurt. That that, that possibly cursed. Hurt. Possibly Kardashian cursed. He's cursed. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's terrible, though. I, I, I mean, he sucks, dude. I, 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 they need. If there was a move they should have made in offseason, it was to get rid of him can, can I, and oh, get wants, rid of Love. 
Because this is not Minnesota love. This is not Minnesota love. He can't play center. He can't be everywhere on the floor. You don't think this is not love. That, yeah, well, he's confused, man. They're trying to play him as center. They're trying to play him as power forward. It, he doesn't know what he's doing. They're trying to expect too much out of him. He's not going to be able to deliver. Get love out of there. He should have been the move in the offseason. <laughs> Tristan Thompson should have been the move in the offseason. Kyrie should not they have, have been. Kyrie should have stayed. They should have made. You know what? You know what? They should have gotten boogie. No, okay, so. They should have gotten boogie. Okay, so they, they should have gotten Boogie. They should have gotten AD. They, they should have gotten a big center. No, Boogie's to DC. Boogie <laughs> to DC. That was gonna be my next thing. Can we cut to that? Yo, I heard that today. Boogie to DC. You know? Did you hear Just that? Because they're both Kentucky boys. Yeah. Dude, Boogie to DC. I, I think Bill, uh, Ben Simmons started the room. No, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons started the room. But I've just been talked about. Yeah. I can mean, you imagine? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually. Uh, I have another idea. I think um, Tyson Chandler. To DC, you're no, wasting no, that center no, on the Suns. You're like wasting it on the Suns. He okay. He's gonna do much better than Gortat. Mm, call foul. Call foul. Call foul. We're calling a foul on Blah. Tyson Chandler. What the hell? Come on. All-star. Boogie. We'll take All-star. Boogie. We'll take Boogie. We'll take Boogie. We'll take Boogie. We'll take Boogie. Okay, fine. We'll take Boogie. If you're listening, please come to DC. Because you know the Wizards. We'll show you around. We'll show you around. Well. Do you think the Cavs can still get him because there's a value in that Nets pick? Nets are actually doing all right right now. Um, that Nets pick's not gonna be as valuable <laughs> as it should be. I mean, they're not gonna make the playoffs, but they're probably gonna be like Nets? finish like ninth or tenth. It's not gonna be like they finish last. Mm, true. I mean, maybe you could maybe the luck of the draw with the lottery, but I don't think that's that's gonna be as valuable. True. Yeah. I mean, I think you're gonna have a hard time finding someone to take that. Uh, Seventy-two million dollar contract, Tristan <laughs> uh, Thompson. So all said and done, and uh, Kevin Love. Yeah, you can't expect him from playing that Chris Bosh type third man. I don't know what the heck catch he's and doing. shoot role to now uh, being the man again. I think that takes a little bit of time, and you're gonna see flash of it early on, but it's gonna take some time. All right. That being said, uh. Any uh, surprises? Like you guys liking the season, or are we done talking about the Cavs? Like, you guys like oh, we can talk about something else. Ah. This is um, not so much a surprise that this player would be good. Okay. But it's more a surprise of how good he's been. Like he's exp- uh, exceeded my expectations. I would say Christoph Porzingis. That oh man, my god, I was about to lead to that. Yeah, that I, was gonna, is, is I was so tempted to bring up the Knicks when you talk about the Nets. So I, I was some, like, let's talk about a good New York team. I got some numbers for you. Go ahead. Uh, so he's averaging like 30.7 rebounds. He scored 37 versus the Suns. The Suns is not a good team. Oh, he's so number three in scoring in the league right now. 38 versus Denver. Yeah. 32 versus the Cavs. He had 50 versus who? Did he have 50? I don't remember. Uh, he had 47 or something. I don't know where you're getting those numbers from. <laughs> I, I need right to yeah. look up some But he's making though. the team better when he's on the floor. He's really getting bringing the Knicks back. I mean, he does everything. He can do everything. And he's seven foot three. Right. Mm. I mean, it is fascinating when big men can shoot, like Boogie and the numbers well, he's putting up. He shoot, Giannis, he's pretty big. Because big men can shoot down. That's just kind of that's the thing. But I mean, the thing, he could dribble. He can like he run. He can run the whole floor and get a block. It's like he's a he freak. He's becoming a star. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. It, it was forty points. It was forty points. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Cool. And now, uh, what about the other guy? Um, they're the fifth round pick, like Frank uh, Nicola or something. What's like that? fifth round? This is football. Or, I mean, the fifth overall pick or whatever he was. <laughs> um, he's, he's he's decent. He'd probably be good. He's not his numbers aren't that high, but like if you like look at 
talk to like Knicks fans, not talk to them, but you go online and like see Knicks fans, they like him. They like what he can bring to the team uh, in terms of like being like that pass first point guard. So, not, okay. not a bad pickup. How All much right. of this Let is me... Phil Jackson's doing though? I, I just, none of it is. How much of this is a factor that it, they it's because Melo's gone now, Kristaps is like, okay, the limelight's all on me now. Oh, I think I think they should have traded Carmelo like at least. Right, like, I think he was actually holding it back. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I think you needed to build around Kristaps for a while. No offense to Melo, um, but they got a uh, Ennis Cantor. Is that a good uh, trade off for Melo or? No, I mean you—you <laughs> you really No, but he's raw potential. He's waited, young, raw they, potential. They waited too long to and trade he's up. A big, that's why they got shitty down. He's a big dude who could probably compliment Kristaps um, on the floor. I think that's a good. It was a good trade in their uh, in their favor, and it's going to be great to see New York basketball get hype again. Okay, right? so, uh, so that's, that's I think uh, New York fans are pretty funny, and uh, I okay, I'll, you might just think this is like outrageous, but uh-huh. uh, someone actually like, believes this. Um, but what what do you think between? D'Angelo Russell and Kristaps Porzingis, who has the better potential in New York? Oh, Kristaps. No, right. Hands down. But no, but no. Oh, you, you, are you talking to Nets fans or something? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't okay, know they okay. <laughs> They do. They do. Okay. Then it's just the Nets fan. All right. Yep. Well, well, I mean, I, well, that's not to insult D'Angelo Russell. I think he's going to be a very good player in the league. You know, I just don't think he's he's not seven foot three. No, no, no. And then there's an advantage of being that tall and coming down the floor and just yeah. being able to see everything and be able to dribble and then get it to the right guy. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, it was brought to my attention to he's still twenty one. You know, as much yeah. as we get on him for oh, all yeah, this and that, the other, he's he's, he's twenty one, and so yeah. the whole scandal that you know just kind of like. Taints his reputation now and just makes him overall. Are we whack. still mad at him for that? No, I, I, I am, I am, and oh, I think really? the NBA is as well. But it just makes him whack. He's like he is twenty one. Yeah. So there is a lot I of mean, time here for him to. to we're come not through. mad at him about it, but it's like it's hard to have a guy like that in your locker room and just kind of like mess. It. I mean, it's granted everyone does dumb stuff. Yeah. Everyone does dumb stuff all the time. So it's Why not do you think he plays deal, like but, he's playing right now? That no, but it also hurts your rep to be like one day the 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 cool. Like, captain of the team like the LeBron who's always just been legit since the beginning like D'Angelo Russell I don't know if, how much you can rally behind a guy who's done stuff like that he just he doesn't give me that vibe anymore of that like the league man you know what I mean okay. or, or the franchise man anymore so it's just like that. that's why it's kind of uh, I don't think it was good for his brand I really don't I think, okay. I, I, I think it messed up on, uh, on different levels even than just being whack and a snitch you know so anyway anyways uh, yeah so He's doing all right. Uh, KP, though, definitely. Yeah. I don't know who your friend is, but... You know, <laughs> yeah, who is this yeah, Brooklyn Nets fan you know? It's, it's, a, it's a Brooklyn Nets <laughs> fan. Uh, names will not be disclosed. Okay. Uh, so no one gets sued for slander now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, okay, that, ma- that makes sense off, for off sure. Podcast, off can, podcast. Off podcast. Can I talk about the second biggest shocker here? Okay, uh, Or the, the, the thing that shocked me. So Cavs being 12th in the East is... Okay, what what the hell? What what's going on? The shocking, right? Insane, earth shattering. But OKC also being twelve, what the hell's up with that? OKC is is disappointing me beyond belief right now. And, and you know, the other day we were watching the game with the Trailblazers. I mean, Trailblazers had. It. I mean, you you about can, damn time. About damn time. About damn time. I didn't want to say it. Just video game, game. Yeah. You know he. I don't know, man. The OKC is shocking me as to how bad they are right now. They're just trying to figure things out. Um, this past game, Melo gets out through the flagrant. Uh, that was not a flagrant. I didn't think it was. But. All right, but whatever. Maybe they'll 
rescind. I don't know. Uh, but you know, he gets out. Then you have what you have Paul George and, and, and Russ, and Russ is missing critical game Russell last minute. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. No, he missed three free throws in a row. Wow, that's shady. That's in the <laughs> last thirty seconds I of the game. I even catch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Paul George did hit that three. That was very clutch. Um, it just Westbrook missed all three free throws. Then had the ball passed right back to him in his hands and. Couldn't catch it, they'll fumble around a little bit, and that was the game. But I don't know, I, I almost think they were like doing. I mean, they weren't gonna ever be like top, top candidates or potential with just being Russ's team. He definitely needed those other players there to be like a championship team. But I don't know if they're performing at the level that they should be, even like with these units there, with these assets being on the floor. They're, I don't, they're not, but I mean, I mean, every time you look at George, and, and I heard this somewhere, it's like. He just looks like out of place, and he looks like he's trying to figure out what's going on. Right, and so he doesn't feel comfortable there. And then you have Russ, who's still the man because it's Russ's team. But well, you got I don't know guys. how he's balancing it with the other two. And then he's doing stupid things himself. I mean, how how you can't night after night sustain the MVP numbers, the triple doubles, and all that. And then you just have Melo, who I don't even. know. Well, you got three guys. Streaky. Who, you got Streaky three guys who were always the man at their t- at their team. Now they got to figure out their new role. Right. It's, the same, it's similar. But this is Russ's team. It's team Russ's team. It's never going to be as good as those Heat teams from the from the, like uh, the LeBron Heat teams. But like it's the same thing. It it they didn't start off. I mean they weren't as bad as this obviously. But they didn't start off like oh we're beating everybody. It took them a while to get together because you got you had Dwayne Wade who was his team in Miami. You had LeBron who's always the man wherever he goes doesn't matter. Even if he, when he's on the street he's the man doesn't matter. And you have Chris <laughs> Bosh who in Toronto he was like a god in Toronto. Everyone loved him. So it takes time for it. I'm not gonna. Ring the alarm yet? I'm not gonna yeah. call, throw, throwing shade, call people. But West number twelve, <laughs> West, West Brick for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, it takes. Yeah. You no. can't be MVP and miss three free no, throws no, in a row, especially when you have a good West, free throw rating and a critical so moment of a game. You okay? Right after the game was done, he was disappointed. Uh, come so. after me, West Brick. This man, this man, not me, but I'm patenting that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm the one that came up with the phrase West saying West Brick <laughs> Yeah oh man um, But no I, I think uh, If you saw the disappointment on his own face After that game He yeah, immediately no, left He didn't go shake anyone's hand He didn't dap up any of the players or Any of the trailblazers He just dipped straight to uh, locker room Because I think he realized it was on him um, He was the reason Kind of why they mm-hmm. slipped that game In particular up that we're talking about But uh Nah, he he he'll he'll practice. He'll he'll get it right, you know. All right, I hope so. Uh, if we're if we're going with surprises, I think uh, for me, it's kind it's Ben Simmons being un like unheard of. He's he's being crazy, uh, and I think there's such a far gap between him and anyone else in rookie of for rookie yeah, of the year. Yeah. Unless you talk to a Lakers fan, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's such a large gap. Between it and I don't who on the Lakers? Don't say Lonzo. I mean, I don't even think Lonzo and Ben. Even though I, I like Lonzo, don't get me I wrong. Like and I'm too. on the record to say I like Lonzo, I like but Lonzo I don't too. see no. him as MVP. Like as soon as this season, now that we're ten games in, okay. like I have a better understanding. I say, if I had to reevaluate that that pick of uh, Rookie of the Year, definitely. I said Ben Simmons actually with the record show. I said Ben Simmons yeah. the first time too, but I would definitely stick with Ben Simmons. I, Lonzo doesn't even come close. I can I name I can name you right at now. least three people who are ahead of Lonzo Ball because like, Ben Simmons is hands down the Rookie of the Year right yeah, now. For sure. All right, let's say Ben Simmons is taking out of the equation. Yeah. Okay. So first, I would say. Um, I would pick 
he's not even the best rookie on his team. I would say Kyle Kuzma, just because. Yeah. He is. Well, there's a difference between scoring and being such a smart, but fundamental, bas- good player. Okay, that's fine, but it's basketball. You have to score right, more right. points score, than the other team. I mean, his jump shot will come for sure. I I do think that, but I don't know if you saw what was that game they played. Oh, against the Wizards, right? Yeah. Against the Wizards, yeah. like that last play, he just he has his hands behind his back, make sure he doesn't hit uh, hit a foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. he does very the smart right passes. Player. He he's. I mean, he he's does since his blood. He's been doing it since his childhood, he, and he, he's good. He's a good player. He just he came in with so much hype, though. That's but, but he, but you know, here's the thing. Which is unfair I, to him. No, it's unfair to him. Definitely because his dad. But look, if he was any other rookie, I don't know. If he would have even been picked first, or I've been at the Lakers though, or it would have been a story to to talk about. I think. I mean, so I'm glad his dad is doing what he did. But at the same been. time, uh, I I I foresee him and and uh, you know the conversation with a friend. I see him as after me and him talked about it, we really thought, you know, who is he going to be most like? I think I see him as a Jason Kidd. More about setting people up, doing good assists, playing good fundamental basketball, really good handles, but not really the you know the biggest score on the team. I don't see him doing that. Okay, yeah, but and, he, does, and, he needs to fix that jump shot, though. Yeah, and, and the whole talk about aggressive, I mean, he's trying to figure it out. One game, he right. won't shoot at all. Next game, he'll come in and shoot 15 and hit three of them. You know, so he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. He's figuring it out. Give him some time. I'm definitely on the Kuzma train. I like him. I'm liking what I see with Kuzma. Yeah. But overall, I mean, that team's not doing that's bad. Good, that 15 points a game is coming off the bench. Yeah. That's what's impressive about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Who are, who are your three, then? Okay, so I had um, my other one was Jason Tatum, who's impressive mm-hmm. replacing... Um, right, Gordon Hayward, very impressive, and, and big ups to of course Brad Stevens. Yeah, I, I definitely really like Jason Tatum, and I never had him in my initial, um, I guess, thoughts just because I thought he wasn't gonna be able to get enough minutes. Right. But unfortunately, whatever happened with Gordon Hayward, uh, he it kind a, of it's a blessing in disguise for him, yeah, and he definitely him. got uh, more of a chance to uh, shine. Um, my my last one, who I would put ahead of Alonzo. Um, I'm going to give you the numbers before I give you the person because okay. I think you might call a foul on me. All right. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> 17 points a game. He's averaging <laughs> 17.2 points a game and 9.3 rebounds. Mm. The name is Laurie Markkinen from the Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. No, he's Markkinen. is nice. Yeah. Markkinen is definitely very nice. Finn uh, Jordan. Okay. Yeah. No. Finn <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. That's what I'm calling it. They ain't calling it. Oh, man. Um, no, he's nice. Uh, he's definitely a very nice piece for the Bulls. Uh Probably one of the only reasons I think they're ever like even staying relevant in games. Well, I mean, right everyone now. laughed at that. They're they're when they yeah, 14. It, it was kind of like Kristaps. The they are not staying relevant. It, well, it was actually, I think it was like a 14th pick overall pick, 15th overall pick. Yeah. And I said you got a 15th overall pick for Jimmy Butler. Yeah. You oh know? right, that's what that was the, from the Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and I was right. like, oh, that's crazy that like what do, like, you know. Why'd you get you didn't you couldn't even trade it for a better pick than that? Right. right. But yeah. I guess they knew that they wanted to get this guy and uh, they knew they could get him that late in the draft and I think big ups to them for even pulling that off. Right. Because uh, this guy really complete came, uh, came out on the radar. Obviously, he was a really big name, mm-hmm. but uh, no one really knew how he would do in the NBA. It's gonna be a rough few, rough few years for the Bulls, but they got Levine if he can stay healthy, and they got this marketing kid. I think I think it at a few years they might we might be talking about them like we talk about the Sixers. Yeah, but let's wait a few years to talk about them. Well, no, I'm not. Let's go back to the rookie talk though. Okay. Marketing, okay, nice, but 
uh, on the flip side, who we're not mentioning, and I think who was mentioned a few times the first time this conversation came up, Markel Fultz, man, bust for days. I don't know. I can't call him bust, a bust for yet. days, I'm not man. Him a bust no, no. Yet. Seriously, this jump shot is, has gotten horrendous no, as he's progressed. Okay, he was too. injured. Too. He's injured though. Uh, so I want to talk about that, and uh, we haven't talked about this yet, and I haven't actually talked to anyone about this yet. But there's been a lot of just uh, shady information. I haven't like no one really knows like what's happened to Markel Fultz, like. You know, obviously people say there's a shoulder injury. He's shooting left-handed. He's shooting left-handed. <laughs> people are saying that, like, uh, GMs are coming out and saying, like, this is the strangest thing ever, like, that there's no, like, actual news being released. Do you think they're, uh... Do you think he's actually even injured? Or I this is another, like, trust the process continuation of that? or I think I think it's, like, they... I My theory would be that they put him out there... They knew he had something wrong with his shoulder, but maybe they didn't think it was as bad as it really was. Then it started to get bad, and then they said, like, oh, snap, like, we need to, like, fix this, and, like... And now they went overboard snap. on the fix side, yeah. and now they're going to take and then, Oh, yeah, and they, they basically changed his whole mechanics, and they, they, they really, they needed to do, if his shoulder was hurt, say, like, in training camp, he'd, like, treat, they needed to sit him down, because they're the Sixers. Like, 20, you're not winning the title. You're not contenders in 2018. You got good players, you got good core. But you don't need to win right now. You don't need to force players to play when they're hurt. Mm. That's that's. So uh, something kind of interesting. Uh, uh, they say that out of the past however many drafts, uh, if you look at the top two players drafted at one and two, there's a bust between between one of them. One of them is going to be a bust. Okay. Oh. So statistically, I guess, uh, statistically speaking, yep. interesting. So interesting. I guess a uh, big baller brand. <laughs> Is not a bust. Right? <laughs> no, he's not a bust. <laughs> no, but he's no, not. No. A, I think he's not living up to the hype. Though. No, no, no. no. I, mean, well, I mean, I. What is the hype? Does it's been over exaggerated by his dad? But, yeah. dude, he's brought the Lakers to respectable numbers. They're doing course. better than OKC right now. I mean, that's not. That's a true every, statement. I didn't think I was gonna say that. Like, no, yeah, that's he's true. Overhyped. Like, well, no, Bron's Katie's, overhyped. Everybody's Katie overhyped. Katie and LeBron are pretty good though. I mean, no, what are you talking they about? They're actually, they, they live up to the, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but the hype machine is, Foul. they owe everybody. Foul, man. That's my foul, Brandon. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you you let's go ahead and change <laughs> tones here. Um, we're well, talking about uh, interesting stuff. We're how talking about, about, how about uh, let's break off into our new segment, Fast Money, uh, where we can go ahead, uh, we ask spitball, quick questions. And then we can get to your segment right after. <laughs> uh, y'all can't see me when so my jaw is dropped. I, well, no, I, I don't have a segment. I never had a segment to just throw. I was just going to talk about Eric Bledsoe drama, but I guess Let's the drama that's about to, what the drama that's about to start now is about to be this worse. This is basketball Steve, all right? Okay. He just stole He stole it. All right, whatever. Um, whatever. All right. Now, whatever. Um, all right, let's go quick. Uh, fast Money. Um... Best Halloween costume, uh, who you got? IT, dressed up as Easy e Kevin Love dressed up as uh, NWO Wolfpack Sting. Oh, okay, okay, I like now that. Now that I think about it, though, IT should have gone as IT. Why, why didn't LeBron? Yeah, is it? Is it? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know why. Why did Why did LeBron go as Pennywise? Well, I don't, that made no sense. That, that's IT should have done IT. That's um. That's my worst costume, by the way. That was too much. It, was really, it wasn't you know, like, yeah, 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 like a sequel. Yeah, not even too much. <laughs> so I'll, I'll actually give it to my man uh, Collison and Westbrook. Oh, oh I forgot about that one. Uh, white man can't jump. That was, that that was awesome. That was, that was pretty uh, good. I didn't even saw this one. 
You didn't see that one? Oh, it was uh, all over uh, social media. It was really nice. Oh, Google okay. it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, no, check that out. White Man Check Cam it out, Show. y'all. Uh, check, 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 check it out. All right, by the way, uh, shout out to uh, DJ Sci-Fi for our intro. You can follow him on SoundCloud, uh, DJ Sci-Fi. Just search for that. And then uh, Instagram, Side of Drone Guy. And uh, getting back to it, um, who you got? Bradley Beal or Draymond Green? Uh, in the octagon. <laughs> Inspired by UFC 217. Um, well, obviously, Draymond has the, the weight. But I feel like Draymond, I, Draymond for days. Well, it's Draymond. He's, like, he's gonna kick him it's in the nuts. It's Draymond, but Easy. I like. I just want to say I like Beal's tenacity and also <laughs> no, Bradley Beal's been balling. So I want to give a shout out to the him. The only way is if Bradley Beal, if John Wall comes through with his game, just those dudes come and mess oh, like, him up just to come his back like, in. Like, like a chair, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, John Wall comes <laughs> through, and then then maybe Bradley Beal has a chance and all that tag team. But no, otherwise Draymond's just gonna kick his nuts. It's over. Yeah. Done. Well, sadly, yes, but I, I, I like, I like, I like his tenacity. Though. I like that he went after him. He wasn't afraid. I like that. All right, um, all right. Who you got? Uh, the Nike NBA jerseys or Derrick Rose's ankles? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> which has better durability? <laughs> I think, yeah, for context, we're talking about durability. Here. I think that I think that the NBA jerseys are giving Derrick Rose's ankles are worth their money. They are like. What are they, are they made terrible. of? Are they made of paper? Oh, what man. is it? Crap. Crap. I mean, it's it's really I, I kinda wanna nasty. like talk to it. You made such you're making so much money, by the way, like having the logos on there. You at got least the make the contract. players' jerseys nice. If you're gonna rip the people off, at least make the players' <laughs> jersey nice so you can uh, give the illusion yeah. that they're nice did they, jerseys. Did they not try this out? Make like in game situation, like have someone wear a jersey and just play. Yeah. You know, I, I just have to literally try to rip their jerseys. It's like, it always, every time it's ripped, it reminds me of, like, Hulk Hogan, like, in the 80s where he's always ripping his shirt. Like, I want somebody to get mad and do that. Like, when they get all fouled, just, like, rip their shirt. I mean, I, I like to believe that it was, like, theatrics and, like, oh, the, you know, the basketball's being played so rough and they're all getting into it and they're actually ripping. But I just think it's cheap. All you just knock off cheap. Know, basketball is physical right uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a uh, just like a diss to like Charles Barkley. No, it's physical. It's physical, Charles Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so then, uh, who do you think the biggest waste of potential is right now uh, for their NBA team? Mm. Um, and if this one's a little hard, uh, I have another one I just thought of that we can get if we want to get out of. Okay. Uh, let's come back. Um, all right. Of the Dunk Kings. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Okay. Who you got right now? Uh, I'm always gonna I'm always gonna go with a smaller guy just because I know they could do more. Because less mass, you can obviously move more. So I'll go with Zach. Levine. No, does, no, it doesn't have to be dunk related in oh, the he, NBA. Who's oh, a better player? I, and I, I think I'm gonna give it to or, uh, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, uh, you Gordon guys uh, haven't been talking about Magic, but yeah. they're actually like Fournier. Like everyone's like yeah, talking, he was a buzz. He, he's nice. Like I, I think. They definitely like have things together, and I definitely did not have too much faith in Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than just having, being a guy with impressive dunking abilities, right? Um, you know, so I, I definitely I, I give it to him. I'll I'll go with Aaron Gordon too. I think that has that game played yet? He's not played yet, right? That's, uh, I honestly can't. We <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of bulls talk on this show. Um, but yeah, I would go with Aaron Gordon because he's he's long and he's very athletic. So I'll go. I'll go with. I'll go with Aaron Gordon. Wow, 
You guys are saying that, and uh, they're actually number three in the East right now with six to four, uh, six wins, four losses. That's insane. Uh, I did not expect uh, us to be talking about the Magic <laughs> yeah. at all. But yeah, interesting. Shout out to Disney World. <laughs> all right. All right, and then uh, let's go back to the other one. We yeah, just I like said. that question. Um, That's a got me thinking. I don't know. Yeah, I, got me. It's a head scratcher. Um, the point guard, right? There, the point guard. That's if it, wasted potential, I'm going to to what I said earlier and really kind of emphasize that point. Uh, Paul George, I just not wasted potential, but just really underutilized okay. potential okay. at this okay. time. At this time, I think that you know you really can do a lot more with PG13 there. He's a critical component of the team. He can be utilized a lot more game moments, um, and, and Westbrook does not have to do all the work all the time. So I definitely think. He is underutilized potential, but wasted potential. I know there's a cop out answer. I don't know who wasted potential is. Though. I don't know. I'll, um, you mean wasted potential? Is somebody that plays bad, or somebody's wasting their potential? Okay, I'll. Uh, okay, so I'll go with mine and okay. maybe uh, steer the conversation one way or another. But um, <laughs> this is actually an idea that attribute uh, that actually originates from the Hoops Head podcast. Ooh, shout, uh, shout out! out shout them. out! Shout <laughs> out. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to the OGs doing it right. We probably need it. We need a shout out from them. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Hoops was saying, uh, honestly, I feel that this year is a waste of an MV- N- uh, MVP caliber season from Giannis Antetokounmpo. Interesting. Um, saying that the fact that he is going to have an M- MVP caliber season this year and the Bucks aren't going to necessarily do anything. With it, uh, maybe them even getting crawling up to a third seed spot or a fourth seed spot, like keep getting up to that from a fifth seed, uh, is there break break the cap ceiling for this se- season? Maybe that is it. But uh, with a player like that, maybe you can g- make some trades. And uh, unfortunately, there's a trade. We'll talk about it later with uh, when we talk about the Suns and the Bledsoe drama. But maybe there are moves that they can do. Um, that would potentially not just waste this guy's Oh, I'll give, I'll give a cop out answer. Mine's LeBron James. Interesting. Just uh, get out. Mine's LeBron James. Waste, They're wasting mean? his time in Cleveland. They're wasting his, his time. Yeah, that's right. That's and great. And like, that's, that's the reason he left the first time. Yep. And it's the reason he's going to leave And again. he's only getting older. And, yeah, right. So he needs to make some moves. The roster is not that bad. Wait yeah, for so IT. Wait for IT, man. The book of Isaiah. It's not going to be the problems, but okay. Let him come through. Let him come through. Yeah. Let him figure it out. Okay. Let... Well, I'm obviously basing this on like two weeks of a season. Like I know it's not, it's not final. <laughs> Yo, but can we talk about the Rockets doing still really good without Paul? Actually, I mean I this have, is like I the team a, that was last year. Basically, yeah. it's the team of last I have a year without Paul. Question, and we can move on. You want to move on to the, the yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm saying let's just move on past fast money. We're out of it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I just want to bring up one thing about the Rockets. James Harden is out here balling. He just scored, what, like 57 points against Utah? 56. 57 was going to be the king. It's my bad. 56 points against Utah. Um, And I'm just wondering, like, how much better does Chris Paul make the Rockets? Yeah, I don't know. Because Uh, if he's already doing 56, then yeah. He's got 13 assists, too, in that game. Yeah. Well, it's it's nice to have another leader in the team. Uh, because I guess a lot of players they say right. Harden that's isn't that leader. Yep, you know, yeah. uh, he's an amazing scorer, amazing passer, even um, possibly all right defender as well. Uh-huh. But, now, uh, now shocking. <laughs> now, but they say that uh, having another leader there like Chris Paul is the big difference maker. And to you know, remember the finals when uh, 
the Spurs just whooped the Rockets, uh-huh. you know. You don't have to have James Harden taking all your shots, running around, yeah. you know, doing everything. You know, you can potentially just have it on one, uh, you know. I mean, come on. How, how can it hurt there. to not to have CP3 on a team? I mean, how can I'm it hurt you in any possible it, way? CP3 is going to come off the bench and boom. Score. He's not going to come it, off the bench. He's going to be doing amazing moves does it push, as the PG. Does it come push on. Them, like, does it, do you think having, having Chris Paul on the Rockets that has them compete with the Warriors? That's the ultimate goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think uh, I mean they lost a little bit in uh, losing Patrick Beverly. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, you lose a little bit of defense. Patrick Beverly is only relevant because Lonzo Ball <laughs> had a thing. Okay, Lonzo Ball you know put what? him on That's the map. Right. You were Patrick Beverly who? Patrick Beverly who? I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh man, no. Um, no, you, you guys didn't of... see the Kobe uh, tweets to all the people. Like, uh, Giannis t- uh, tweeted him, and he was like, yo, MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else tweeted him. Uh, I like forget who. Of the season, yeah. And, yeah, and he was like, defensive player of the year. Patrick Beverly tweeted him and said, hey, brother, what you got for me? No response. <laughs> Kobe. Meaning the main point being, just become relevant. Okay, just be part. That's who Patrick Beverly is. Lonzo put him on the map. <laughs> That's funny. Um, n- you know, um, I, I just did. <laughs> The thing is, the Rockets are so good because everyone can shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, you have. Well, you a got team. when um, D'Antoni's your coach, you're gonna shoot. Mm-hmm. And I think they're the team who's uh, who has that offensive production to be the closest to knocking off the Warriors. And I think they're. I give them more credit than I would the Thunder. Hopefully, the Thunder does figure it out, and uh, they have those three stars. But with the Rockets, you have a very versatile team. And with Chris Paul there, I, I, I do think he helps uh, the team out. And uh, obviously Harden can do it on his own, and he has showed yet last year he can be that guy, be second in running for MVP. But I think having another guy there is not – it doesn't hurt the Rockets. And it, if anything, it helps them uh, beat the Warriors a little bit better. All right. They, won't, they won't, wouldn't get sweeped. All right. Fair enough. Okay. I even you 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 want to talk about this Eric Bledsoe situation? Because you've been I, I think you've been so. Gunning for I think so. I mean, it's just awkward. It's just awkward now. Wait, I don't so, know what the Suns are still doing with him there. It's just awkward. Wait, wait. Everybody feels uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. about wait, it. Wait, wait, no, no, no. His tweet was because he was in the beauty salon. Oh, right, right. You know, like, when you're with your girl, like, you're at the beauty salon, and you don't want to be there, you right? Can, exactly. You can't empathize with that, you know? Like, uh... I need. I just want to be out of here already. Yeah. You, you guys aren't buying that, or? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, what? Bledsoe should have gone to the Cavs. Do you, do you man. guys believe that? <laughs> no, 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 no. no you need to get a guy does. like that off your team. Um, it's just not good for your team dynamic if someone just doesn't want to be there. Right. Uh, everyone else is putting in the work, you know, and you really can't. And there's really no reason yeah. for you to be there. They're clearly rebuilding. They're clearly about, building uh, around Dragon Bender. The next cape, the next Chris Kristaps. And, and, and Devin Booker, of course. Yeah, oh, dude, Devin Booker's not bad. Yeah, Devin Booker's nice. Uh, yeah, he's not bad. He's looking um, good. Yeah, they need to get rid of him fast. But I think they're. I think the way that the Suns handled the situation is hurting his trade value. I think that's why he's not gone yet. Because they were like immediately, oh, okay, you can't come to practice anymore. It was like, no, 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 no. They didn't even like. I think they had him like stay at home. Didn't even fly out to a game. Right. Yeah. He's that's, like. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, that's 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 bad. You can't handle it like that. You need yeah, to like this... show off, show off like what people are getting. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not gonna get a good value for him. 
and I think they're trying to get a very good value for him, like a first round pick or something like that, and they're not going to get it because they're going to be like, oh, you don't want him anymore anyway, so like, why should we give you anything? Okay, so mm-hmm. then, oh, okay, so uh, let's maybe talk about, uh, I guess, what, what are some like destinations you think he could end up There's that are one. realistic? Um, all right, before we get to that one, uh, they were saying the Cavs were trying, no, to make that a, been nice. were trying to make a swing for him just because. That would have been nice. nice Trade D Rose. Another, like, guard. Get rid of D Rose. No, they already I mean, have too many guards. That's not their problem. Get rid of D Rose. Get rid of Deron Williams. No, no. Is he still on the team? <laughs> no, no, he's not. He's not. I remember last year, like Mets fans, like oh snap, or Cavs fans, like oh we got to steal signing Darren Williams. I feel like oh you said God. that. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. And then I also remember the games where it's like, Darren Williams is trash, bro. I think you mainly remember the games where he was trash, bro. Oh, man. Okay, but uh, Cavs talks apparently are just not happening because they just want the first round mm-hmm. pick yeah. uh, from the Nets. And um, that's just not, the Cavs can't. If the Cavs can potentially get boogie with that pick, yeah. like mm-hmm. why are they getting? You know, but also, they they might want to keep it because LeBron might leave. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, you're not going to trade it just for uh, Bledsoe right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're not willing to entertain, maybe looking at Channing Frye or someone like that, uh, then that's out of the running. Okay. One thing I, you want to say yours? Oh, mine is Milwaukee. That's the oh that's yeah. That's the uh, they did the obviously he needs to go. That one that one hurts. That one hurts because. You're gonna the trade for Milwaukee. The way it happens is you trade up Malcolm Brogdon, who oh okay, I so I don't know any who they're trying to give up for. I think he's the most likely to be traded yeah. in that situation, and for the Suns, it's amazing because now you have a leader in the oh, ro- locker right. room. You have, I mean, I went to school with Brogdon. This guy does even talks like <laughs> Obama, you know, <laughs> like if that's not a leader, like you know, like. Like, what more do you want? But now you have a very natural leader in this guy, and I think he is a little bit older than the other Suns players because he did do all four years in school. So uh, it kind of would suck to see uh, Brogdon loses all of his potential and go to the well, team that's like a good, the Suns. That's a good backcourt, though, with Devin Booker and, and Brogdon. It is, but... Uh, I, I like Brogdon on a team like the Bucks who yeah, didn't go no, to the playoffs sure, and sure. A, a team that I actually want to watch. With Giannis. Or, you know? <laughs> not the not, Suns. Not, it's not painful to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and it, I don't think it really makes sense for the Bucks. Like, you get Bledsoe, who might be a little bit better defender, uh, might be have a little bit more veteran experience, but you lose out on Malcolm Brogdon, who will grow with you guys, and it's only his second year. He was Rookie of the Year. Already to start off, granted, you didn't post uh, up the asterisk, best numbers. Asterisks on that right, right there. <laughs> you didn't put up the best numbers, but he is, uh, out of like most players, he's the most ready, really, to like take the challenges of the NBA. And you don't have him like m- doing any mess ups or any mistakes. You know, you mm-hmm. rarely ever see that from I mean, he's a starting shooting guard. Yeah, and that's over Deladova, you know. That's huge. Um, that's huge. Yeah, and, 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 and to, to, Come to, on. to trade that, I think the Bucks would be dumb to get rid of him. But um, if they do want to get Bledsoe now, and that that'd be good too. Okay, should we entertain Bledsoe to the Knicks? Sure. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I was. We shouldn't entertain. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were gonna laugh at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you get fouled on that. One. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna like foul me out, throw me out the room. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. I think we actually have a two-minute warning right now. 
Uh, so if you want to wrap things up, uh, well, I'm gonna just say a real quick shout out to the Pistons. Um, I don't know when Troy <laughs> basketball. Yeah, I don't know when we started everybody. living in the uh, upside down, but oh! clearly, like <laughs> the world is weird right now in terms of the basketball rankings and the, just what's going on with this first. Uh, you know, I know it's too soon to say ten games, but still, it's just weird. I hope the next uh, episode that we come back, everything's returned back to normal. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll the Demogorgon is dead. L, L, if you're out there. <laughs> Uh, Barb, uh, bring Barb back with you. Hashtag free Barb. <laughs> uh, I guess mine is um, the Cavs. I mean, we talked, we spent the most time on it. I'm just interested to see how they fix it. I think they will fix it somehow. LeBron James, he's LeBron James. So right. they're, I mean, they might end up being like the third or fourth seed, but they'll still be the, the number one contender. Oh, sorry, the number one contender for um, <laughs> the number one contender for the Eastern Conference. Okay. Um, um, I'll say uh, one of my uh, biggest like um, takeaways. Well, not the biggest takeaway, but just I'll, I'll throw a shout out out there. Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, I think he finally is stepping into his own a little bit. I think uh, Kawhi's been out for some games. Uh, Aldridge definitely has been stepping into his own, and I think the fact that uh, Popovich uh, being I don't know taking that step and kind of being that better man and just saying hey. I, I messed up. I messed up for sure. Um, you are an all-star, and I tried to change you and make you into something that you're not. And, yeah, that's the reason why things haven't been working out. And, here, I'm going to give you the money. I'm going to sign you on that extension. I made fun of the extension happening, but uh, the fact that... We all did. Mentioned. Yeah, we all did. We'll take the point for that one. But uh, the fact that he realized, like, all right, hey, this guy, uh, what he posts up, He's not going to drive into the basket. He's going to shoot a fader. Okay, sure. Um, that's what he's good at. Let, let's he might be that, he know. might be doing all right, but Spurs this season are not looking too good. So Well, I mean, Kawhi, we still need Kawhi. So. When Kawhi yeah. gets back, yeah, um, be yeah. possibly well, we'll they're the Spurs. Possibly grab a... Don't ever doubt the Spurs. <laughs> that's the number one rule. You think Popovich is going to get six rings? And I don't think they're gonna win the, the championship. But I think there'll be like a. No, do you think in his career though? Do you see him getting he his sixth time. ring? He has time. Yeah. I know. This, I know. We don't have time to bring this up, but <laughs> next time. But you know, interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, also, what also. about uh, Bledsoe to the Spurs? Oh, that'd be good. Mm. I think I've heard rumors mm. about that. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I can see that. Yeah, I, I think uh, they're also, like I said earlier, be good to trade uh, Tyson Chandler. But I think they're trying to do a package with Bledsoe and Tyson Chandler package them both and I do think Tyson Chandler to the Spurs is a very good move um, and you have a veteran all-star former all-star center that could be coached right under Greg Popovich alright more to come on that later <laughs> I was trying to tune him out because I was like man this trade is not going anywhere and it's not <laughs> happening more to come on that later anything else or um, alright guys um Brandon, uh, do you want to talk about our sponsor? Uh, what you got tickets to the? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I do yeah, want to talk about our social media though. We're setting it okay. up, making it. It's a movement. It's a movement. I don't know where. We're moving. And y'all like that logo? Send your comments and feedback to yeah. me. Seriously. So you can hit us let up at. You can email us at uh, foultriplepod at gmail.com. We're Twitter's foultriplepod, Instagram's foultriplepod, um, and then we're on we're on uh, iTunes. We're on Google Play. So subscribe anywhere where yeah, you get your out. podcast. Yeah, yeah. So and it's like, let us know what you think and then what we could do better, what we're doing right. So um, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all, yeah. man. Thank
Thank and you. And the thing about a podcast is, uh, a friend told me is, uh, you can kind of switch up the format as much as you want until you really get that thing you'd like. So we're definitely doing it for you guys. Uh, let us know. Hit us back up. Um, that's all we got. And we'll put all the links in the in the description. So you know, if you didn't hear that, don't worry. All right. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care. Peace. Check it out.